In 2022, on average, 333.2 billion emails were sent every day around the globe. The average office worker receives 121 emails every workday. It's safe to say that email is a part of our lives and that it isn't going away. And email can be an effective way to keep in touch, to sell your product or your services, and to connect with new people. That is, if you don't suck at writing emails. Welcome to episode 132 of This Shit Works, a podcast dedicated to all things networking, relationship building, and business development. I'm your host, Julie Brown, speaker, author, and networking coach. And today, I am discussing why your emails suck and how to fix them. Welcome to This Shit Works, your weekly no-nonsense guide to networking your way to more friends, more adventures, and way more success with your host, Julie Brown. Here we go. I hope this email finds you well. Bullshit. You don't care if this email finds me well. You just care that I open it and I read it and you get what you want from sending it. Stop sending emails that start this way. You're way more clever than that. According to a recent study by Live Career, I hope this email finds you well actually isn't considered an offensive way to start an email. But there are some offenses when it comes to sending and starting emails. Here are just some of them that people found offensive. Sending an email with no personal greeting. I mean, who would even do that? Like, just send an email with no personal greeting. But apparently it happens. Starting an email with the generic, hey, hey there, hi, or to whom it may concern. Talk about not doing any homework before sending an email if you address it to whom it may concern. Immediately delete. Signing off an email with warmly, regards, love, or thanks. Well, good thing I sign every email with cheers. I mean, who gets pissed off at someone saying cheers? No one, it looks like. I say warmly a lot, and I've never considered it offensive, but this particular study or survey, this group considered it offensive, so go figure. Beginning an email with, not sure if you saw my last email. The person on the other end is like, yeah, I did. I saw your last email and I ignored it, obviously, so stop fucking bothering me. Starting an email with, as per my last email. Yeah, that's a passive-aggressive way of starting an email, and no one likes that. And then finally, stating in an email, let's take this offline. Well, if you wanted to take it offline, we sh- you just should have picked up the phone and given me a phone call. I- okay. All right, so stop doing all of that that I just mentioned. Now, on to how to stop sending generic, boring, sounds like everyone else emails that get no response. The first thing would be to spend time on the subject line. If you are on my newsletter list, you know that my newsletter subject lines grab your attention and make you want to open the email. This is why I have a ridiculous open rate of like 75%. Literally, it's almost unheard of. It's because 47% of email recipients open an email based on the subject line alone. So your subject line has to be catchy. And yes, guess what? 
you should be using emojis in your subject line. And you're like, did she just say I should be using emojis in my business subject line? Yes, I did. It's not beneath you. And it's actually not unprofessional. Everyone should be using them. According to a report by Experian, using emojis in your subject lines can increase your open rate by 45%. Think of a subject line as a newspaper headline. A newspaper headline has two functions. It grabs your attention and it summarizes the article. Emojis, they can grab your attention. Here are some examples of subject lines from my newsletter so that you can see how I make it sound interesting enough to click and read. Subject line, share, side pieces, and wardrobe malfunctions. Subject line, the weirdest email you will get today. Subject line, why am I so sweaty? Subject line, what do Fergie Ferg and I have in common? Every single one of those subject lines draws you in and makes you want to know what the fuck I am talking about. This strategy can be used for your newsletter if you have one, but also simple person-to-person emails. Just think about how you can spiff up the attention-grabbing nature of your subject line and throw some emojis in there. Rockets, stars, smiley faces, those fire thingies, hand claps, etc., etc. Emojis are part of our everyday life, so start incorporating them into your subject lines. Okay. Now, after you've wowed them with your subject line, your email needs to be kept clear and brief. There is a reason why every article online now tells you exactly how long it's going to take you to read that article. This is a three-minute read. This is a five-minute read, etc. It's because we like to know how long we're investing in the read. If someone sees that your email goes on and on, what they are most likely going to say is, I don't have time for this shit, and just close it. Or worse, delete it without even reading it. So get to the point and make it easy for them to read. Instead of run-on sentences or huge paragraphs, you just use a bullet list, which is easy to digest and process. Being clear and brief does not mean that you can't have fun in your emails. For example, 77% of people surveyed said the use of memes or GIFs in work emails helps them bond with coworkers over shared humor. And 79% of people said that these funny memes and GIFs were a good way to relax. Listen. Even though our inboxes are atrocious, and on average, we get more than 100 emails per day, email is still the preferred and favorite form of communication. Email outranked phone calls, instant messaging, and in-person conversations. So let's use this preferred form of communication to our advantage by not writing emails that fucking suck, okay? When you write your next email, think to yourself, what is a fun or catchy subject line? How can I craft a brief email that gets all of my points or ideas across? Could I insert some humor with a GIF or a meme, and is it appropriate? Think about your reason for sending the email. If you are reaching out to someone for the first time, have you done your research? Enough research to be compelling? To mention common connections or interests? Ask yourself, would I want to read this email? Would I think this email deserves a response? Think about it. Ask that about your own emails. Think about your reason for sending the email and have you put in enough time and effort to get the response you want. Start thinking about emails more strategically and your open and responses rates will definitely increase. Okay, on to the drink of the week, which has nothing to do with email, but since it's the day after Valentine's Day, barf, and all the chocolates are 75% off today, I thought we would incorporate chocolate into the drink of the week. So this week, the drink is a chocolate martini. Here's what you're going to need. 
two ounces of chocolate liqueur, two ounces of Irish cream liqueur, two ounces of vodka, chocolate syrup, and then grated chocolate for garnish. Drizzle chocolate syrup into a martini glass and set aside. Add the chocolate liqueur, Irish cream, and vodka to a cocktail shaker and shake. Shake, 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 shake until chilled. Pour into a martini glass and then garnish with those chocolate shavings. All right, friends. That's all for this week. If you like what you heard today, please leave a review and subscribe to the podcast. Also, please remember to share the podcast to help it reach a larger audience. If you want more Julie Brown, you can find my book, This Shit Works, on Amazon or Barnes & Noble. And you can find me on LinkedIn at Julie Brown BD. Just let me know where you found me when you reach out. I'm Julie Brown underscore BD on the Instagram, or you can just pop on over to my website, juliebrownbd.com. And if you are not on my newsletter list, like seriously, you should be, go to juliebrownbd.com, scroll down to the bottom and input your information to get onto my list. Okay, until next week. Cheers. Hey, thanks for taking the time to listen. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss a tip. And remember, you can unapologetically be who you authentically are and still be wildly successful. That's a fact. See you next week on This Shit Works. This Shit Works.